This episode of the Local Hustlers podcast is brought to you by Audible. If you're listening to this podcast right now, then I'm going to assume that you would also enjoy listening to audiobooks. Whether you're interested in business, history, comedy, science fiction, or romance, Audible has thousands of titles for you to choose from. We want you to try out Audible for free, so if you head to our link, you'll get a 30-day free trial and a free book. So go to audibletrial.com slash local hustlers podcast to redeem your trial today. Again, that's audible, A-U-D-I-B-L-E, trial.com slash local hustlers podcast. You're listening to the Local Hustlers Podcast, your go-to source for connecting with small businesses and entrepreneurs in the East Valley. Get ready to be inspired by local entrepreneurs as they share their stories, mindset, best tips, and advice. And now, your co-hosts, Dallin and Eric Huso. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Local Hustlers Podcast. This week, we're super excited to be here with Jorge Aragon Sierra with Universal Healing and Wellness. How's it going, Jorge? Good, brother. Good to be here. Yeah, no. Glad to have you. Excited to have you, learn more about you and the business. Before we do so, take a couple minutes and just uh, give us a little background on your life. Okay, a little background about me. So I was born in Mexico. My whole family's from Mexico, except for my little brother. He's the only one U.S. born. Um and we moved here to Arizona when I was about nine years old. But I, as soon as I moved here, you know, being Mexican, we played a lot of soccer. Uh, but for me, I wasn't so good with the ball. I, I had a lot of endurance. So from there, from soccer, I moved on to track and field, cross country. Uh, all through high school, I was a runner and got a, a lot of medals for that. But by the time I got through high school, I was like, okay, that's enough of track. And I had just really gotten into CrossFit. So uh, once I started CrossFit, I was like, I want to get stronger. And it was a bit of an ego thing. (laughs) I wanted, if somebody was faster than me, I wanted to be stronger than them. But if they were stronger, I wanted to be faster or run further. (laughs) So I really got into CrossFit, competing uh, for about five years, made it to the regional level, wow. and after that, I kind of decided that I had had enough of kind of being supported a lot by my parents as a young athlete, and I wanted to start building my own career. I got a lucky opportunity to put a fitness studio inside my mom's office. She's a doctor, and I had just graduated from ASU with exercise and wellness, and when I graduated, I was really all focused on sport performance. I got to coach at ASU with the uh, sport performance team. So I coached the wrestling team, volleyball, women's soccer, basketball, all the teams for sport performance. And from there, um, once I graduated, got the job opportunity from my mom, everything changed. I got into weight loss and helping people who were really sick unmotivated you know and it was just a completely different situation i stopped competing so i stopped training a lot and within a year i was really burnt out i didn't enjoy it anymore i lost all my passion for fitness Mm -hmm. and i was at a point where like i couldn't sleep at night i don't know what it was i just didn't really i couldn't get good rest but during the day i also just couldn't stay awake And when I did want to work out, I just had low energy. I wanted to stop after 20 minutes and I would cramp up if I tried to lift too heavy. So I was at this burnt out point and luckily 
pretty recently before that, my mom had gotten into red light therapy and she brought a, one of the best machines into her clinic. From there, I started to use it and it completely transformed my energy levels, completely transformed how I felt, my rest. And when we realized that, I was able to put it together with the fitness, with the fitness studio. And long story short, had a whole evolution of the business, which now has brought us to uh, being here and helping people with pain relief, energy levels, weight loss, all with some simple, I call it simple because it's easy to use, Mm -hmm. but it's really intricate biophysics technology and has a lot of benefits every day. We're blown away by the results people get for their healing. So that's a long story, as short as I can make it. No, that's a great story. Uh, Talk to me a little bit about your time at ASU and uh, in the exercise wellness. It's a great department, great field. Uh, So your focus is on sport performance. What were some of the principles of sport performance that have uh, stayed with you, kind of some of those golden nuggets, and have universal application that, uh, you know, somebody who is experiencing a lack of performance in their business potentially, you know, some of those carryover universal principles that you learn from sport performance that would carry over into overall life performance. Hmm. Gosh, with sport performance, there's so much that can be said. Uh, But I would say some of the things that still carry over to me is that training is meant to be a support for your sport right so like in crossfit where i really spent most of my time competing and trying to improve my performance the sport is the same as the training Mm -hmm. whereas in actual sport performance with other sports like basketball wrestling volleyball those sports need support from training like so the goal is to make you stronger for the sport and to make you faster for the sport whereas crossfit the way and the way that a lot of people train these days don't really have a sport they're just training like athletes so the reason i bring that up is i I recommend that people have a serious a goal right have an actual aim that they can plan for because if you're just working out super hard for the workout pretty soon you'll end up either getting burnt out or getting injured. And I've, I learned this early in my sport performance career is that the athletes who go the furthest are the ones who can go longest without quitting or getting injured. So, you know, have a goal and be strategic with your training, not just doing whatever you can because you can. Love it. Yeah. And I think that relates to business owners as well. The ones that go the furthest and see the most success, the ones that, that never give up and don't quit when things get rough. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Great application there. And then you just mentioned burnout as a thing with athletes and you talked about uh, maybe a bit of burnout that you experienced with a fitness studio. What was the reason um, for you burning out on something that seemed to be such a big passion for such a big, big part of your life? Great question. Um, it really was my passion. You know, I thought that I was going to spend my whole life just working out, <laughs> honestly, and yeah, teaching people. If people can pay you to work out, why not? Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's what I wanted. Um, but when 
you know, I realized that like that just wasn't going to be paying any bills for me that I basically let it all go completely. So rather than keeping like a base level of it, I went from training four to six hours a day as a competitor to maybe four hours a week at most. And I totally left the community that had helped me evolve and become the best athlete I could be. I'd left the community that helped me be the best coach I could be. And I tried to do it all on my own. And I didn't keep the same habits, the same lifestyle. So, you know, I lost the base of what had built me for so long. And I would say if anybody's thinking about like letting go of their sport or letting go of a passion and a hobby for business or career to just not completely let it go, you know, to maintain connection with their community, maintain some of those habits that got them to where they are now because the worst thing you can do is say none of it mattered and let it all go so that was my experience with burnout and in the end it was the technology that we have now which helped me regain my energy and find a new passion so if you're burnt out also you know find something new Cool. Why did you decide to start a fitness studio in the first place? Was that always maybe a goal of yours to, to own a business relative to your passion? No, actually, I grew up my whole life saying I'm never going to be a businessman. Really? And uh, I just thought it was too good of an opportunity to pass up to put a fitness studio inside of a doctor's office. I just thought, like, when else am I going to get that? Like, what other doctor is going to let me do that and let me do it my way? And if I passed it up, would my mom have someone else come do it? And I was like, I can't let that happen. So I jumped into it with no idea how to really get it going. Uh, I thought the first thing I had to do was work on my website. You know, (laughs) so I spent like a week trying to build a website and still didn't have anything coming in, you know. So it it was a big leap of faith starting the fitness studio um i had been offered by other people to take over their gym and even then i was like no i don't want to do that but for this opportunity with my family i think was the thing and being able to have have my own way of doing it i think that was what attracted me most and uh, i had to go through the ringer to be able to maintain that yeah yeah we talked about like the website. There, I'm sure there are a couple of things that you wish you would have done differently. Um, starting off, were there any mistakes that you made that come to mind when you did get started with that? That now, um, with with your new business, that you've been able to to learn from and make adjustments with. Um, you know, mistakes, mistakes. Right now, I'm kind of drawing a blank on mistakes, but I can tell you lessons that I've yeah, learned yeah. recently. Um. One cool thing for me is that we started to give more free sessions away. And I realized that the more free sessions I was giving, actually the more income I was getting as well. So to me, that is an interesting um, lesson on giving back, right? Focus on really giving the value and bringing the truth and bringing 
results to people and from there you will get back in return but you've got to have a business plan too right right right. not just give everything for free but know where where to give where you can give i guess and do it without being afraid where do you find that balance of of giving um and showing you know showing it forward showing that gratitude but also not you know letting people take advantage of you and giving too much where you're not making the money that you need to make that's a good question because i i'm not 100 percent on that <laughs> um i would say that give as much as you can but no give as much as you can of one thing yeah right like we give the one free light therapy session and that's something that I know people f- feel amazing result or benefit mm-hmm. from almost right away. And um, from there, try to try to just see what people want, right? Um, and from there, see what else you can give and what else they're kind of willing to give back. So like start with that small thing and then just create a conversation, uh, you know, have your as a business, you got to have, you know, how much you're charging for your services and whatnot, especially right. if you're starting small. Yeah. Um, but yeah, does that answer yeah, that question? No, I love that. <clears throat> you talked a bit about the red light therapy and that was kind of like the beginning of the change from the, the fitness studio to what you're doing now. Could you maybe, cause I, I don't really know what red, red light therapy is. So do you want to dive into that a bit and explain kind of what it does, what exactly it is? Sure. I would love to. So I explain red light therapy in three basic ways to anybody who hasn't really experienced it before. Yeah. And that's number one it's like we figured out human photosynthesis okay so our cells have this engine that's called the mitochondria and the mitochondria create energy for every single function of our bodies and as we get older or as we get injured or sick or overweight or not active enough or too active the mitochondria can start to um, not function as proper as good as they used to so red light therapy actually delivers electrical energy to the mitochondria which they can take and use to make more atp for the cells for the whole body's function so it's like human photosynthesis it's energy the second thing is it's a signal for our body so a lot of people have heard of blue lights mm-hmm. to block blue lights at night because it doesn't let, let you sleep and that's because blue light is a signal to our bodies to stop making melatonin or to not make melatonin. Mm. So red light is a signal to our bodies to reduce inflammation, to regenerate and create new cells, to block pain signals. So that's the second thing. First, the, the energy. Second, the signal. And the third is antioxidation. So we always think of vitamins as being antioxidants, but... If you can just imagine our cells get rust inside of them. And like I said before, as we get older or sick or overweight, less active, too active, stressed. So that rust builds up in our cells. And I just envision the red light therapy just washing away like a power washer, washing away the rust inside of our cells. So that's the three main ways that it helps. And 
what it actually what that means in terms of benefits is people get relief from pain that they've had for decades or heal really quickly from injuries that just happened athletes who are trying to actually get stronger or gain more endurance or lose a little more body fat their results are enhanced by using the red light therapy so there's a lot of benefits people longevity skin related mm-hmm. mood focus like so many different things um and luckily my mom is the one that discovered it and she knew it would be good for her patients but also good for herself and that's where it began like we started to see the benefits in her and then it was a cascade of like everybody else can benefit from this too cool you say your mom discovered it like no one else is doing this no, there's a few places doing it. Mm-hmm. There are definitely a few. So when I say my mom discovered it, actually, I had been into like cryotherapy. Right. Sure, right? Yeah. That's kind of a little more well-known, yeah. right? There's been a lot more marketing behind that For up sure. until now. Mm-hmm. And I remember that I got into cryo because I thought it was going to help me get better at my sport. I thought yeah. it was going to help me recover. And I was actually at my last major CrossFit competition I went to a cryotherapy place out in Utah where the competition was. My mom was there with me. And as I was in the freezing chamber, my mom was talking to the owner of the place and he had talked to her about red light therapy. And they had it in a little closet-like place with panels on the walls. And when she understood what it was doing, kind of how I explained to you guys, Mm -hmm. she was like, if that really works, Jorge, you need to do that. Yeah. So I went and got in that, and the next day was my best performance of the whole weekend of competition. It was at the last day where everybody's beat up and destroyed. I felt good. So that was my best day. And from there, considering like what I would do with my career, my mom knew that she needed to do something for her own pain. And they had been doing cryotherapy, and it didn't really help that much. It was really uncomfortable. And as she looked into... Um, science and looked at research cryotherapy had like two studies that were questionable about the actual evidence of benefits whereas red light therapy had thousands of positive studies and she was like Jorge are you going to help me build this thing are you going to help us like make this grow in the community and I said yes I'll take on that challenge so she brought that in and for her the results were super quick her knee pain went away her energy she got back she lost 20 pounds in like two months without trying to and unfortunately i wasn't really using it because i was like i'm not an athlete anymore i'm not trying to lose weight i'm not in pain so why am i going to use it Mm -hmm. it wasn't until i got to that burnout position where i started to use it and discovered for myself how powerful it was gotcha couple questions on the on the red light therapy so are there different grades of lasers you mentioned that your mom has one of the best ones and are there different uh do the different grades of lasers do different things like you mentioned uh, the three things the human photosynthesis and the signaling to the body and antioxidation you mentioned helps with weight loss helps with recovery are there different uh, i guess would it be wavelengths of the light that, that work on different things so depending on what the client is in need of you would adjust the the intensity or the the spectrum of light talk to us a little bit about that 
Yeah, that's a great question. So red light therapy is, you know, red light is a specific wavelength of light. You mentioned wavelengths and, um, you know, there's only a certain visible amount of visible light that like we can see, right? Blue light, green light, purple, yellow, orange, red. So those are all visible to us and they all have different signals. Now, red light therapy is a machine that has harnessed a specific wavelength of light and maintains the light that's shining in that wavelength. So certain machines that are maybe a little lower quality don't do as good of a job of maintaining that wavelength of light. So it's got to be within 10 nanometers, which is there are like, you know, that can be a huge, there's a huge range of light. Um, heat changes that so when people are doing like infrared light you're usually not getting like a specific benefit related wavelength of light you're just getting like heat extra heat whereas these machines that we have are the specific wavelengths of light the ones that we have are 660 810 and 980 and so those are three different wavelengths of light two of them are red one is near infrared and the machine, the machines that we have are, we have two different types of machines. One is a whole body machine. So you just lay in there and that's more of an LED light. So it's not a laser. It's not going to like burn you, right? Some lasers can cut through metal, right. but the whole body lights are LED. Okay. We do have lasers, which are for a specific applications. So people come in after a car accident, they have a shoulder issue, a hand issue, a hip issue. So we can target that specifically with the laser, but the whole body red light could get all of it all in one go. Uh Um, And yeah, we can increase what's called the pulse, which is part of the signal, which is like how many times it's flashing per second. We can do two pulses per second, up to 5,000 pulses per second. And then the power, the amount of actual energy that's going into the laser can be changed but that cannot be changed in an LED light bed. So you get, you know, different benefits, similar, like the benefits are the same, pain relief, energy, weight loss, but the power and the target is what's really different. Cool. And so it sounds like you have a a pretty wide range of of customers from, you know, people who are in pain or or not in good shape to, to high performing athletes that are just trying to get better. I guess if you want to just expound a bit on like how how it's able to help people that are on such opposite sides of a spectrum of, of health mm-hmm. and wellness. So, you know, if I could take an overall look at that, like we called ourselves universal healing and wellness. Right. And that's because the technology has such a broad variety of benefits for people. And we have more than just one technology. It's more than just the red light. We also have oxygen therapy, PEMF therapy, compression, vibration. So a lot of different things. And and we've put it together in combinations or protocols. So we can use multiple different technologies. But the reason it benefits so many people is because it gets to the root of the issues. The root are inflammation, our circulatory system, our stress, right, emotional, and our thinking as well, our our air and oxygen consumption. So 
red light therapy not only reduces inflammation, mm-hmm. but when applied to nerves, it can block the nerve signal so you don't get pain. And it increases the energy used by the mitochondria. So you have better performance in a workout and your body's using more fat. You have more mental energy as well. So that can help anybody, right? Anybody who needs that, whether you're an athlete or whether you're in pain, suffering from an injury that happened decades ago or like I had a really bad knee injury last year and I didn't go straight to the hospital Right. We were in the middle of COVID, so nobody wanted to go to the hospital, mm-hmm. but I went straight to the office. And even though I couldn't walk on this leg, I jumped up over to the elevator, took the elevator up to the office and started immediately putting the technologies on my knee, which led to a recovery. Now it's been a year, but I'm 20 pounds away from my max lifts when I was training four to six hours a day. And now I'm like training maybe six hours a week. Wow. So yeah, I forgot the question. I went into a bit of a tangent. No, yeah. No, I love that. Is there any benefit for, like obviously you have the high performing athletes and then the people that are in pain or out of shape, they're trying to improve. What about just like, you know, your standard person um, in decent shape isn't really working towards anything performance wise. Is there any benefit from any of these technologies for them? Hmm. That's another good question. Uh, So two things I want to say to that is that we help people achieve their ultimate level of wellness and performance. So what that means for someone who is not necessarily a high-performing athlete Mm -hmm. and maybe they don't have a whole lot of pain, are they at the level that they want to be at? Uh, Whether that means how they feel during the day or if maybe, you know, we want to put we want to say like a normal everyday person, but like, what does that really mean? Right. You know, um, I think everybody has some kind of way that they want to improve on their wellness or their performance. Yeah, for sure. Whether it's a business owner, you know, we have a lot of people who are realtors or CEOs. Um, they just want to have more energy, more focus, more a way to get rid of the stress that they carry every day. But I even have a little kid who has asthma and stomach issues and so he comes in and uses it maybe once or twice a month comes in with his mom and you know they're healthy besides that asthma she is a friend of mine she just wants to feel good she feels happier when she comes in yeah she's a healthy person so you know i don't know what normal exactly would mean in this situation but um if you want those benefits, then it it can be for you. Yeah, no, that's a good point. I mean, I say normal, but we all have things that we maybe we don't want to, but we could improve on still with our health and wellness. And you mentioned earlier you give the free session, and I think the free session will help someone experience like does it provide an upgrade in my overall well wellness and well being? Uh, you know, <laughs> we you might not realize that we're running with right. the brakes on. Mm-hmm. Right, and and a free session gives somebody an actual experience of that. Oh, this is what feeling better feels like. I didn't yeah. realize that I was struggling. Right. Yeah, yeah, and people always are just blown away by it. 
Yeah, and I have to say that with a disclaimer, not everybody has the same kind of benefit. Um, but this friend I was just telling you about who brings in her son, uh, when she first came in, she had this really bad elbow pain and caused trigger finger, which was made it hard for her to do her work. And um, by coming in, I told her that she was going to feel better, like her pain was going to go away. But she was the one who told me, like, I'm just feeling so happy. And later told me that her husband tells her to keep doing whatever she's doing mm. because he likes her attitude, how her mood. <laughs> he likes how she is when she's been doing this consistently. That's cool. Cool. Trigger finger. That, uh, that sounds fun. <laughs> <laughs> right uh, she does Hopefully like to shoot carry a gun. yeah <laughs> say she likes to shoot but yeah. i don't think she carries it all the time do you find yourself spending more time cleaning your pool than you spend swimming in it then you need to get in touch with flamingo pools flamingo pools is your go-to swimming pool maintenance and repair company in the east valley whether it's weekly maintenance repairs green to cleans or one-time cleanings flamingo pools is there to take care of you Here's a few things that makes Flamingo Pools stand out from the crowd. When you first sign up for service, they'll give you a free complimentary inspection of the pool to make sure everything is running smoothly. They'll also email you a service report with a picture attached after every visit so you know when your pool has been cleaned. They also offer a mineral treatment, which will keep your chemical levels down, allowing you to have a healthier bathing experience. At Flamingo Pools, they know that your pool was made to be enjoyed, so let them handle the rest. Check them out at azflamingopools.com or give them a call at 480-422-6013. Mention this podcast and get your first month of weekly maintenance free. That's azflamingopools.com and 480-422-6013. Jorge, are there any risks? Like uh, any long-term side effects? Are there a, is there a certain population that has to be concerned about anything using the red light therapy? The beautiful thing is that there are no negative side effects. The only people who want to be wary of using it, a whole body machine, which is what we offer that free session of, is uh, a pregnant woman, right? She just doesn't, just because of safety and almost no good reason, <laughs> but we don't want to put shine that on the fetus, right? Um, with certain people who have real like photo sensitivity, so light sensitivity, there are certain diseases like lupus. Um, don't go in and just do like the max dose of the red light therapy. Start with something really light. But other than that, that's it. Anybody can go in and, and feel better. Some people don't feel that max benefit right away and some people do so there's no reason not to try it i would say we we've talked a lot about the red light therapy and then you briefly mentioned that you have other technologies is that kind of the best best way to put it mm -hmm. um, that you guys offer maybe first off talk to us about the process of, of where you went from because you kind of left off in, in the story in your journey from um, having the fitness studio and then first being introduced to to the red light therapy with your mom and then how that eventually evolved into you deciding to to open up a new business um, and then start to, to bring in other technologies as well mm -hmm. so it's definitely been an evolution 
uh, we started with the red light therapy and compression therapy because, well, all the science showed us that the red light therapy was actually really going to work. Mm-hmm. We had compression because we had felt and experienced the relaxation, the circulation benefits from that. Then we actually um, met a lady who also was doing red light therapy for a weight loss program. She wasn't teaching people to work out. She wasn't writing any diet plans, just a simple don't eat this food list and an eat this food list, her red light therapy process. And so we started to get some consulting from her, learned a little bit about these other technologies. And when we experienced those other ones, we were like, oh my gosh, this feels so good. So kind of dove into that. And with my dad, you know, he's an engineer. I haven't Mm -hmm. really mentioned anything about him, but he's the one who likes to do all the research and (laughs) contrast and compare all the different technologies. So he's the one that really takes the leap on saying, we need to bring this thing in. Uh, We need to use this thing for mindset. We need to use this thing for immunity and for the brain. Um, And so it's just been, you know, every few months as as business picks up we get a new machine we get something new and and it evolves so um you know there's there's it's been a couple years now but it's just getting the things that are natural non-invasive that have evidence that they work and that have a wide variety of benefits with no negative side effects Mm -hmm. is the red light therapy regulated like it can only be operated in a doctor's office or can anybody get a machine and open up a business like what, what are the controls over that is the FDA, FDA over it what? for lasers lasers yeah as a business that has to be in a medical office people can get lasers for their homes um, but the LED is not regulated LED red lights it's not regulated um You know, you kind of just got to have the space and got to have the machines and then you can you can do it. The machines that we have are medical grade, so they are only featured in medical offices, Mm -hmm. but they are things that people can get for their homes. Um, And some of these machines are even used for animals. So like they have veterinarian or um, equine units uh, which are not medical necessarily, but you know they to be in a business for the ones that we have. Yes, must be medical. And then you mentioned your parents. So are they a part of the business uh, just as much as you are? are? You guys like business partners, or is there like an employee aspect there? Or how does that work? So my parents, my mom is a doctor, and she has her own clinic, and it's. Basically, she's the one that's invested in all this technology, but she relies on me to operate it. And we have other staff who I've hired Mm -hmm. to operate the technologies, take people through their sessions. And so it's in her clinic and she can refer her patients to it whenever they need it. Um, But we also, you know, it's it's the same, but can be separate. Cool. What's the what's that like working with family, with parents, too, especially? Uh, took some getting used to, you know, uh, it was harder at first, 
But I think over time, with the intention to get better at communicating, at taking responsibility, and keeping a high level of performance, that you know we were able to to build the trust and build the reliability, so that it's it's doable. You know, uh, my dad's not there every day. My mom's doing her thing on her side of the business. When I tell them we have a need, they listen and they ask questions. And then if it's worth it, we invest in it. And um, if I'm saying I need help, you know, they show up and, and they help. So it's it took a little while for it to get into the flow like it is now. Mm-hmm. But um definitely worth taking this opportunity yeah for sure you mentioned uh with when we were talking about sport performance that it's critical for an athlete to have a goal you mentioned that as one of the risks of 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 crossfit that you're just training not for a sport not for an event but training is the the sport and you mentioned the importance to have a goal Uh, applying that to the business what is the goal of the business? How do you define success in that business? How has that evolved over time since you started it? Hmm. So I think that for an entrepreneur, that setting a goal for a business is going to be important to separate your business goals and your life goals. Um, because the business is not your life as much as it's a big part of your life. I recently have come back to the vision, the mission, the why, the values that we are going to uphold. You know, so those things that should be the base, sometimes we kind of start making money and forget about those things, you know. So I think to build a good business that's not just completely running your life, as I've heard it said before, instead of having a business we end up owning our jobs you know um to get past that you've got to have a greater vision something that you can't just accomplish in a month or two months because then you're setting something too small and recently i was told too if if your vision can be accomplished by you yourself it's not big enough Hmm. because it's got to involve other people and um, it's got to make an impact. And then again, separating that from your own life goals, you know, whether it's family or travel or experiences. So that's, I don't know if I related that much to sport performance, but um, yeah, setting, setting goals is something that you can do at the beginning and then go back and do again and again, I think. I love what you said about a vision. It's it's not big enough if you can complete it by yourself. I think there's a couple things we can touch on there. But if you don't mind sharing, I guess, what, what your vision is specifically with the business and then how you've been able to um, involve other people uh, to help you achieve that vision. Mm. So the vision is that we are the go-to place for people to achieve all their health and wellness goals. People come to us for pain relief, for sport performance, for energy, longevity, focus, for mood improvement. And they choose to do this because they know it's a natural, healthy way without side side effects. And that this becomes part of the community, something that 
you know, people say, I'm going to UHW. Um, and that we can partner with schools and partner with um, veterans and and hospitals, other places that really need this. And because I do see this technology in the future being part of people's homes and part of their everyday uh, everyday routines. So that's what we are growing. And, you know, I've been, I've recently hired a couple employees. And when I didn't know, like, who to hire, I ended up going to my community and asking them, like, how would you hire somebody to yeah. to help you out with something like this? Mm-hmm. And just finding that it's people who, you know, getting people who have a common goal, sharing your vision with them, and seeing if they want to be a partner in the journey. So, I don't know, like, what do you have anything more specific on No, that? I like what you said. It's, I think it's important what you mentioned to find people that... Um, share your vision as well and not align with with your vision and goals is it easy for you to i guess trust other people because a lot of people struggle with you know allowing other people to be part of their vision and goals and helping them achieve it and they feel like they either have to do it by themselves um, for one reason or another is that something that you struggle with at all or are you naturally you know able to to be a team player and allow other people to um you know benefit you as much as you benefit from them that's a good question. I want to say I try to be a really good team player. I've kind of studied leadership for a few years now. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there's a big difference between reading it and actually doing yeah. it. But, you know, one of the main parts of your question is how, you know, can you trust people? Do you trust people right. enough to kind of let them do it? And I think there's got to be, I, I learned a lot from Jocko Willink, you know, in, yeah. in leadership. And I say that there's got to be some parts where you show them, like you lead by example. Um, you know, don't make someone else take the trash out if you're, in, if you've never taken the trash out, you know, so, so do the small things, set those standards and, um, once you get to the point where there, their questions don't really need to be answered by you and you have enough other things to take care of yourself and they've seen you set that example, you can let them go. That's kind of where I'm at right now. Like, you know, they'll ask me questions and I'll be like, I trust you. You got this. Mm-hmm. Um, and telling them, you know, knowing myself knowing what I need them to really be able to do and making that clear to them um, and telling them what I need to be able to do while they're doing that. Yeah. You know, so I think expectations and trust is something that you just start building from the beginning and then, and then you can really let it go. Yeah. You also mentioned being careful that you don't go from, <clears throat> from owning a business to owning a job. What are some of the things that you do to make sure that you, you keep that boundary and, and maintain your position as a business owner instead of someone that's just locked in a job that they own now? Mm-hmm. Well, uh, I think hiring other people is a huge yeah. part of that. Um, another big part is knowing your boundaries. You know, 
uh, knowing like when I have to stop working, mm-hmm. uh, knowing when I can delegate something and when when I need to delegate something, when I need to stop procrastinating about yeah. something, and also comes back to the vision right like i said before setting the business goals and your business vision aside from your personal goals and your personal vision um and if you have a family i think involving them in it and another really 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 big part is taking time to be alone and be in solitude uh, without anybody asking you for anything so like i do that at 4 a.m my sessions that I do for the technology, I only do at like 4 or 5.30 in the morning wow. before anybody else is talking to me about it. So, um, and that helps me with my vision and getting help because, you know, it's not that you need, I'll put it this way, I could not have accomplished all the major things in my life without help from my family and my friends and community so you know knowing that you do need help but then being able to take that time alone yeah no you bring up two examples of you know you mentioned Jocko Willink and and I love his work I love the books that he's written with Late Bad and Extreme Ownership one of the best books ever Uh, they also wrote another book The Dichotomy of Leadership I'm not sure if you're Mm -hmm. familiar with that work but you, know, you mentioned taking out the trash. There's a dichotomy there because if you're taking out the trash, you're not doing the things that only you can do, right? Mm-hmm. So you have to recognize that, one, I do need to be an example. I do need to uh, be willing to do things I'm asking other people to do. But I also have to be conscious and intentional and not be doing those things, not be caught up in those things so much that I don't have time to do the things that only I can do and the things that I'm passionate about, the things as the business leader and the business owner that I can be the best impact on the business doing. And so having that level of consciousness is is critical so that you can be intentional in what you do. 100%, yeah. Hiring somebody, you know, if you hire somebody and then you keep doing the work that they're supposed to be doing, then you're kind of shooting yourself in the foot, right? Um, but that's why, like I was saying, is, is setting the example and then letting them jump in um yeah jocko has a lot of really good books i think dichotomy of leadership is a great one because i i have found that there's a dichotomy in everything (laughs) like (laughs) even i would say even in the red light therapy um people like i love the technology but if i do the technology and never go outside into the sun then i'm not getting the other half of what light therapy really is you know um and i think the same goes for comfort and discomfort you know whether it's in setting your goals and setting something a vision larger than what you can accomplish alone Mm -hmm. but then being able to say like just today i'm only going to do this one thing you know so yeah i'm glad that you brought up the dichotomy Yeah, I think as a business owner, sometimes you can, I don't know, maybe feel guilty that you're 
telling your employees to do all these things that you're not going to do. And so it's finding that balance. And that's why I loved what you said about, you know, sharing your vision with your people and, and finding people that um, align with that vision and, and have a same um, end goal and understanding, you know, where they fit in when that, with that vision. And it doesn't mean that you're not willing to do those things and you would do them if, if, if you had to, but understanding, you know, that that's where they are going to succeed at. And if you're focused on those things, then the business itself isn't going to succeed. And so um, if you find people that share your vision and understand where they fit in and where you fit in, in the vision, then I think it just makes a a much more um, successful end product. Yeah. Yeah. And you've empowered them. You've, you've told them what needs to be done. They've come to you. Well, you know, what about this? What about that? I'll let you figure that out. I've heard you say that, you know, that you empower them to figure out the how. You know, you'll show them one way, but that doesn't have to be the way. And they can be empowered to, to have that autonomy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's been, it's been fun because uh, I wasn't like that. You know, the first, when I first started the fitness studio, I was still doing everything. Yeah. And, um, including the website, including the <laughs> website, man, it was so pointless, like a website. Um, so now I'm actually like, funny enough, I'm hiring somebody to make a new website for us. Um, and I guess knowing the positions too, knowing the positions yeah. of like, there, there's a really, really good book called um, The E-Myth, Re- The yeah. E-Myth Revisited. Yeah, I love that book. And even a couple other follow-up books that he made to that, that's Michael E. Gerber, but he made um, The Most Successful Small Business in the World. And that one's cool because it's just a bunch of principles that it's more like philosophy. And for some reason, for me, it's easy to read philosophy mm-hmm. and hard to like actually do business um organizational stuff but that's important knowing the positions of the organizations and the duties and roles that they play for sure and then even starting off you might be the one doing all those positions but just understanding you know when you're taking one hat off putting another one on so when it is time to hire you kind of understand where you can plug people in when you, when you start to grow mm-hmm Awesome. Well, Jorge, we've uh, we've taken up a lot of your time today, and I know you got a, a busy rest of your day, so we don't want to take up too much time. Um, before we get closing off, though, if there's anything we missed, any last piece of advice that you wouldn't mind sharing with with our audience, um, I want to help people get back to being present in the moment and to trusting their bodies to do the healing and do the performance that they wish for that they desire um just by trusting it and by being in the moment so it's it's not too hard and i hope that you know if you come see us we give you that space to be in that moment and to trust your body to do that awesome that sounds really cool yeah the body's amazing it's it's an incredible incredible instrument yeah the body and the spirit i would say yeah yeah, the body without the spirit is just a meat suit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, before we officially close up here, we have a quick game that we're going to play with you. Um, so how it's going to work is we have a list of 20 questions that we're going to ask you. Mm. And you have a minute to answer as many of those questions as possible. Okay. So we'll see how you square up against uh, other guests we've had on the show. You want to start us off? 
in three, two, one. Your dream vacation. Hawaii. First thing you'd buy if you won a million dollars. A house. Your favorite hobby. Working out. If there was an Olympic competition for everyday activities, what activity would you have a good chance at winning a medal in? Handstand walks. <laughs> a song you've been jamming to lately. Um, hmm. Black as Night by Nako and Medicine for the People. If you love to be 100, would you rather have the mind or the body of your prime self? Body. Favorite holiday? Christmas. Favorite ice cream flavor? Salted caramel. Favorite fictional character? Goku. Favorite smell? Roses. What's your nickname? George or Jorjito. Pet peeve. I don't really have many. Mm, I don't know. Can I skip that yeah. one? Yeah, yeah. Favorite restaurant? <laughs> Oof. Oh, there's our time, but we, we always like to hear this one for suggestions, so we'll let you answer it anyways. Favorite restaurant? Gosh. I'll tell you my favorite place to get a breakfast burrito is Los Favoritos. Yeah. Or Habaneros, which is in Scottsdale. So I'll give you those two. Okay. Love it. Um, Jorge, let our listeners know where they can find more about find out more about you and the business. They want to maybe come in and, and check you guys out. Yeah. So... On Facebook and Instagram, you can find this. Uh, the handle is at Universal Healing and Wellness. Um, the word and not the sign. Cool. And on our website, www.healabc.com, heal as in healing, H E A L A B C.com, which will be revamped soon. But if you want to see the old school website, the we OG. Got, check that out. <laughs> and, um, I don't know if we mentioned yet the free session. That yeah, I was I just going to bring up, I know you have a special offer for our listeners, so if you want to just quickly touch on that too. Yeah, it's definitely for anybody in Arizona or who's coming in for a little while. Uh, come check out a free session of whole body red light therapy. 12 minutes to just sit down, lay down, enjoy, get the benefits. Uh, it's totally free. You can see a link on our social media. And if you buy a package, just mention that you heard this podcast and we'll give you a 10% off on any first purchase that you make. That's fantastic. Awesome. Yeah, no, it's great. Deal. Free session. Might as well try it out and, and see how it works for you, right? Yeah. Okay. Well, thanks again, Jorge. Um, love talking today. Love learning about you and the business and appreciate you taking time of your day for coming on. Thanks, man. It was fun. Cool. We'll catch you on next week. Hey guys, thanks so much for listening. Just a few things before we go. First off, if you or someone you know is an entrepreneur in the East Valley, we'd love to have you on the show. Please get in touch with us by emailing us at localhustlerspodcast at gmail.com or DM us on Instagram at localhustlerspodcast. You can also follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn for the latest news and updates. Also, if you enjoyed the show, please take a few seconds to rate and review and hit that subscribe button. It lets us know how we're doing and helps us grow so we can reach more locals, entrepreneurs, and help small businesses grow. Thanks, guys.